Hey, everybody, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Friday. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky. Uh, Lakers getting themselves ready for the final weekend of the regular season with a little bit of clarity emerging, you know, at some point. And so, uh, you know, it's um, there's still a lot of basketball to to figure out, Andy. But today it's 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 an interesting kind of, I guess, calm before that storm begins. But a lot of other stuff going on. Jerry West talking about the uh, the the list, the the five most important Lakers that Jeannie Buss came up with off the top of her head and left <laughs> him off of. Um, apparently, that that hurt his feelings. Uh, yes. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get into <laughs> yes, that. It did. Uh, Wednesday was banner night. We didn't get into it in Thursday's show. We were hoping to, but there were a couple other things uh, about the banner ceremony that we wanted to talk about. Uh, Wes Matthews had an interesting reaction to it. And then it's just, it's worth Andy looking back on the 2019, 2020 season. I mean, God, that was, there was, there was so much to that. Uh, so we wanted to make sure we do it. And finally this weekend, Andy Kobe Bryant will be inducted into the, the basketball hall of fame. Uh, it's going to be an incredibly emotional experience. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that today and I'm sure, uh, next week too, once we see what happens, uh, in the the ceremony itself do want to let you know that today's episode brought to you by built bar go to builtbar.com and use promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order so a lot of those 17 banners andy are there because no question of jerry west um but he was not on the list that genie bus came up with she was on the uh she was on the All the Smoke podcast with yes. Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. And at the end, they were doing just a, a rapid fire thing with her and threw out top five most important Lakers of all time, which Jeannie clearly was not expecting and didn't seem like she even no. wanted to answer. She stumbled around a lot. Uh, she th- she, she ended definitely, up- no, 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 no. It didn't seem like she didn't want to. She definitely didn't want to answer right. that she, question. She stumbled around for a while before she eventually landed on Kobe, Magic, LeBron. Kareem and Phil, which in and of itself could feel to some people like a cheat. Um, she also had to even be, I'm not joking, reminded of magic right. by, ja- by Jackson. Matt oh Barnes. yeah, that guy. But uh, Jerry Buss was on Peter Vesey's podcast during the week and was asked about the omission and made it clear he is pissed off. Quote, I saw the other day Jeannie Buss made a statement, the five most important Lakers, one of the most offensive things I've heard in my life. I was there a lot of times, had a lot of success. Be curious to know if they would have had success if I wasn't there. And I don't take credit for stuff I don't. When I was around, maybe I was just a good luck charm. But I do know when this thing fell apart, there are a lot of years where they weren't very good. I mean, he does says he doesn't like taking credit for stuff. That's fine. He clearly likes being given credit for it, though. I mean, to make that distinction. I mean, the, the two things. First of all, yes, he should be on the list. Absolutely. Um, you cannot he make is a one list. of the five. Yes. We, let us stipulate that now that Jerry Jerry West is correct. He, he is, the, he is. I think, in the, he's on the short list of the three Lakers you can't possibly leave off, which would be Magic Kobe, him. Like those three are locks to be on this list. Yeah, I would put but, Jerry West on before I put Kareem on. Yes, I would as well. I would mm-hmm. I would put I would put him on before and anybody I would put him on before other. LeBron. Yeah, I would put him on before anybody other than Magic and Kobe, whatever order you want. Those three are absolute locks. 
The other two are just going to be, you know, wh whichever of the obvious important names you would throw in there. If you're willing to go off the board with somebody like Phil, I would say, to be totally honest, Jerry Buss should be on the list. But either way, let sure. us stipulate Jerry West absolutely on the list. It is inarguable okay. otherwise. Go. Can we also stipulate this? Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just, I, 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 Jerry West is a remarkable person. Uh, and I, you know, his accomplishments as a basketball player are myriad. His accomplishments as a GM, as a businessman, he is just, he's a remarkable human being. I find Great golfer too. Yes. He's, well, of course he is. I mean, he's good at everything. I, it, it was, you know what? He's good at everything except one thing being satisfied and contented in any meaningful way in your life. And I find we've spoken to him a couple of times, had the chance to interview him in depth and, and all perfectly that. nice to us. Very nice. The, the, the negativity that's that surrounds him because he puts it there. Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, he talks about his career as a failure because he lost so much to the Celtics. He, he dwells on, uh, clearly in this case, you know, what he sees as snubs or, you know, the failures of his career as the, those things that define him in ways that I find sad, not for me, obviously, well, it's not my life, but it's, it's just sad that somebody who is so accomplished seems to be able to take so little enjoyment in those successes, I find him, I find him to be a very sad figure in addition to being incredibly impressive. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things where if you didn't know the backstory of West and sort of like the depth of that, of that misery that you were talking about before. And you know, this is, by the way, this isn't our 5,000 mile view of this. This is his own admission. This is his own. He, right. he said, I see my career as a failure. If you really? did, if you did not know this stuff about West, you would find him uh, being feeling snubbed, being this angry about being left off a totally frivolous list on a podcast by Genie Bus to be absolutely and purely hilarious. And I'm not going to lie and say there's no element of it that isn't funny, but there is an element, like you said, of sad that goes along with it. And you know, I mean, you also start wondering about things like you know. Jerry West is getting up there in age. Is there is there ever going to be a point where he feels at peace with this organization that he is so doesn't just, seem like it? No, you're he's right. He's so incredibly tied to, and you know, I mean, he, you know, forget the fact that he's the damn logo in terms of the way he's tied to the NBA. I mean, he he is permanently tied to one of the most successful and important organizations in professional sports. And, you know, I mean, I'm, time can heal a lot of things. And, you know, there was a period where Shaq seemed like he was never going to be on good terms with the Lakers until he was. But, man, this has gone on a while between West and Well, I, I, and people pointed this out at Cam Brothers. You know, if you want to tweet us, uh, KamenetskyBrothers at gmail.com to email us. And, we, you know, whether it's questions for the show, uh, comments about stuff you see in the news, whatever it is, we, we'd love to include listeners in, in, in what we do. And a lot of people pointed this out, like the inclusion of Phil is probably what triggered him. Um, I, I had they put Pat Riley on, had she come up with Pat instead of Phil, 
I don't know if the reaction would be the same. Probably some of it, he'd probably think it. I don't know if he'd say it out loud. Um, but it's, you know, it, it is, you know, we're both of us are, are, are getting older. Andy, you much more than me. Yeah. You, you realize as play as an adult. <laughs> Didn't you guys went to grade school together? If I remember correctly, no, a little ahead of him, but yeah, <laughs> I paved the way you get, you realize as you start to get older, how wasted an emotion, some like that, that sort of the, the pettiness, the grudge holding, whatever, but it does not mean you can easily let those things go, but you do understand or, or, or hopefully can understand how destructive those things are. And to see a guy like West, like you say, not be able to, to do that. It, it's sad. It's just sad. It, it, and it's, it's his thing to do. It doesn't affect my life in any way, but as an admirer, a great admirer of him, I just wish it was different. Um, like I you do. said, though, he he is part of a, a lot of those banners, and they're not specifically the one that got unveiled last night. Uh, before we uh, go to break, what were some of the thoughts you had in terms of just seeing that I, banner finally come down in front of a limited crowd at Staples Center with, sadly, like half the team not available to play, into it, including the two stars, LeBron and AD, who did speak uh, before it was unveiled along with Jeannie Buss, and they were definitely a part of that moment, but not the accompanying game, Neither, you know. It is what it is. I I will say I, I had two 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 minds. Uh, the first one was the whole time I'm going like God. I really I hope somebody checked to make sure the banners there. Like they put the cover up so long ago. Like you know, did an intern move it? <laughs> did somebody forget? Like guys, did you? Uh, so I was you know that happens in other organizations. The Lakers they're very good at ceremony. They're not going to let that happen. I was hoping it would um, be unveiled and Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith would be behind there, just like hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Surprise. Um, so I think, you know, it was, it was a cool thing. I'm glad at least some fans were in the building. Uh, it is a reminder of how just sort of strange this pandemic season was uh, and is, you know, the one that we're currently in because as weird as last season was, I actually think this season has been just as chaotic just as strange arguably stranger because they've been playing under these conditions for the entire time as opposed to last year when this bizarre thing happened and they took a time off and then they all figured out like the way to solve it was we're going to go in the bubble and so on and so on i the 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 accomplishment of winning a title last year the accomplishment of winning a title this year for whoever it is uh whether it's the lakers uh or the field is remarkable and it will go down as the type of championship that you just can't compare to any others. Like there will be no, I don't think you can do the 2020 Lakers with the three peat guys or with like, you just contextually nothing about last season or this season will compare to any others in the NBA. You compare this year to last year, maybe, but that's it. I mean, these are the, these two seasons exist in an Island. I also thought it was really interesting, too. Uh, Wes Matthews, after the win over Houston, uh, he was asked about the banner ceremony because he wasn't on last year's team, and he said that he actually didn't watch. You know, I mean, this he said he was incredibly proud of his teammates, but this was their moment, not his, something he didn't experience. And it was very clear in the way he was talking about this that it was a motivational uh, element for mm -hmm. him as well, something aspirational, because Wes does not have a ring 
And you and I talk, Brian, all the time about how athletes create often, you know, fabricated motivational elements to, to keep themselves in that psyche that's necessary to succeed at this level. This was the rare instance when somebody's talking about one of those things where it felt 100% genuine. Like well, this, what, not only this wasn't something that genuine, needed to be like, created. Correct. That's what I was thinking. It's like, it's, it, you did, it, it required no conjuring to where mm -hmm. a lot of these guys have to, to really do the mental gymnastics to create something for themselves. Like this wasn't it. It also was a reminder to me, Andy, of why, you know, argue about some of the personnel moves they made, but why you just don't want to quote unquote, run it back with the same dudes, the same, you want guys like Wes, um, you know, real pros, Mark Gasol, whatever it is in Mark's one, but he hasn't won here. Just whatever it is, you you need something a little bit different with every team. Whether it pays off for the Lakers, we'll see. Ultimately, I think, you know, not having Dwight and JaVale, which is what people focus on, is gonna be a lot less important than Anthony Davis and LeBron James spent most of the year hurt. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes, but I, I do. I still think the Lakers were really smart in in shaking it up a little bit before the season, despite winning a title last year. Um, obviously, one of the framing uh, moments of last year and um, will be for so many years to come with the Lakers was uh, the death of Kobe Bryant. Uh, he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. It's going to be incredibly emotional, not just for Lakers fans, but for basketball fans and beyond. We'll talk about it next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Always tons of sports action on the go. Get all the latest news, odds, info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online. your online sportsbook experts. So this weekend, Kobe Bryant will be inducted into the, N uh, sorry, the Basketball Hall of Fame. Um, it, it is strange still, uh, yes. and I suspect will be for a long time that he's not going to be there to, uh, deliver what I'm sure would have been a spectacularly well done and well thought out speech. Um, yeah, it's just, it's always going to seem weird. Yeah. I mean, especially Brian, if you live in LA like we do. Because, you know, Kobe A was an icon in this city. I, I don't think the likes of which hasn't been seen since I would say either magic during his heyday or maybe Fernando Valenzuela. Like, I mean, the, the grip that Kobe had on this city and the way that he influenced athletes, not just in the NBA, but across sports in L.A., but also too, the murals are everywhere. Like the remembrances are everywhere. It, it's a year and a half about since his passing and all the murals are still there. So mm -hmm. you are, I mean, I live uh, walking distance from one of them. And when I take the dogs on a walk, I pass by it all the time. Like you, you are continually reminded of Kobe's presence, but also frankly, his absence. And, yeah. It's, and it's strange too. And it, it's when, 
because he had reached a place where like you didn't see him all the time. Like he wasn't at every Laker game. He wasn't uh didn't have a job with the team that had him out talking to the media. So it wasn't like he was somebody you see every day, somebody and then gone. He was yeah. somebody who didn't see. It's it's funny so, you say that, Brian, really, yeah. really quick, just because I, I sure, was in, in thinking about, you know, you and I covered Kobe for the last 10 years of his career. We we began uh full time with Kobe's second go his first year in the second go around with Phil Jackson when when Phil came back for the 2005 2006 season. We covered all the seasons uh since then, whether for the LA Times, ESPN, The Athletic. But Kobe's last game when he had 60, you know, you and I were busy doing a ton of stuff that night. We were running all over Staples. And afterwards, Kobe was literally in this receiving line with all these different writers and people who covered him and really like going one by one with everybody, you know, just like sort of sharing yeah, remembrances absolutely. or, you know, people saying thank you. And I remember you and I wondering, like, do we want to go down there and kind of deciding like, you know... I don't want to bother him. Like he's been there all night. He's got to be exhausted. Like, you know, he put up 50 shots, which is just insane. Yeah. I don't remember. Were we on the air at that point? We I, were, I, I, we, I, we were on the air. We were doing stuff. We were doing stuff for seven. I just, I just, I don't remember like, you know, like it was a matter of not wanting to, or could I mean, look, you're talking to somebody who never really spoke to Vin Scully because when we were in the press box, I was 100% sure Vin Scully did not need to be, to spend even a second of his time right. talking to me. But you and I both, so like, the impulse is all I'm saying. You and I both knew Kobe much better than that. And I, I remember being like, you know, I don't, I don't want to keep him any longer than he's already been here. Like I'll see him around. Like, you know, not that I thought Kobe would be hanging around Staples because you and I were always very insistent He's not going to make a comeback. He's not going to be tempted to get back on the floor. This no, is going to be a it. clean. Yeah, we always insisted this. It's going to be a clean break. But I remember like thinking like, you know, you'll you'll see him around. It'll it'll be okay. You know, you can catch up that sort of way or whatever. And like there was a part of me thinking about like, you know, I, I wish I'd gotten in that line. Like just mm -hmm. sort of, you know, like kind of. Just to have those, like those, those little moments and those little remembrances. Well, also too, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, but. When Kobe died, it it really it really drove home just how much our professional careers have been directly linked mm -hmm. to Kobe, like more so than any other athlete by a wide margin. And you know how much of just everything that we've done in, in our careers in sports media has these different connection points to Kobe. And, you know, I mean, we were always aware of this because, you know, covering the Lakers essentially meant covering Kobe and covering Kobe was a full time gig and a half. You know, it was all encompassing, but it it really was driven home when you start thinking about the idea of, you know, what his what his passing means. Well, and even more than that, too, it's like covering the Lakers meant covering Kobe. It still does. I mean, in yes. a lot of ways that, yes. you know, when when LeBron misses uh, you know, Tuesday's game, Wednesday's game, you know, people, people, what, you know, Kobe would have played like, we got those tweets. Like you know, oh, yeah. Kobe yeah. would have been out on the floor. Kobe would have gutted through it. What Kobe would, it's like, stop. I mean, it, beyond the, just the stop, um, it is Kobe changed fundamentally how LA people look at their athletes, not just the basketball players. It's not a matter of, you know, the, the, the very few athletes could sh have shown up post Kobe 
to be the next star of this team. Genuine, hang your hat on this guy, will lead us to titles kind of star. I mean, honestly, LeBron might have been the only one fully prepared and capable of that gig. Um, just because you had to show up made. And, you know, but it, but it goes beyond basketball. Like we talk about, you know, baseball players that way. And like, you know, this sort of mamba mentality that, that pervades non-athletes in this city. It, 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 he, his influence because he was here for 20 years with one team, um, 20 years that were incredibly complicated and complex and highs and lows. And like, you forget that he was loved at the beginning of it. And you forget that he was hated for a while in the middle of it. Like time has smoothed out a lot of those edges. Um, you know, Bill Plaschke wrote a really nice column about this and, and we've talked about it. Other people have too. Like if you go back and you just chart what Kobe was in this city and why he was so influential and the, the, the reasons he was so front of mind for people, it's because of that roller coaster that he took people on. I'm not even talking about Colorado, put that aside. Um, just, just the stuff with the team. Yeah. And his personality and his style of play, there was so much that was there. And it, it was, it, it, you know, you've said it, it was like nothing that this city will ever see again. Yeah. I mean, I, I've written about this before, talked about it on air. I mean, the, I've tweeted this out a few times at Cam Brothers in the past. Uh, my favorite piece that I ever wrote about Kobe was after they won the 2010 championship and just about, among other things, how singular Kobe's career has been in that career path and the way he made that jump straight from high school as a guard when things like that just didn't happen and, you know, the highs and lows with Shaq and having to rehabilitate his image, two more titles with a brand new team, the, you know, this was before the Achilles, this was before the 60 mm -hmm. point out, you know, the 60 point finale, like there's no comp for Kobe. As much as Kobe spent his entire 20-year career incessantly being compared to everybody to the point where it felt like you were missing what was in front of you. because you Particularly so, MJ. Yes, I was going to say, because you were so busy trying to figure out how close he was to MJ, I, it felt like to me, this was something I used to harp on a lot, I'm like, you guys are missing an awful lot that's right there. But Kobe's, the unique nature of Kobe's career is something that I, I've always found just incredibly fascinating and interesting and compelling. And th there really is not much you can put it up against just along those particular lines. You had mentioned too, like his, his speech, I think would have been incredible on a couple parts. First of all, Kobe. Yeah, hold, hold that for a second. Cause there are a few things with the actual induction ceremony itself that I know we want to talk about. Um, also too, the, if we have some time, we'll, we'll get into it. The, uh, the documentary, Andy. nine yes. parts on the, uh, the, the Dr. Bus Lakers. So that, that's going to be on Hulu. That news came out this week. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk some more about, um, what we think we might see this weekend, what we hope to see, uh, when we'll do that next. Do want to tell you first locked on Lakers, uh, the podcast brought to you by built bar. Andy, I'm a person who habitually snacks. I need things that are good for me, uh, but also healthy and taste good too. That's a built bar. They're high in protein, but low in sugar and calories. The improved built bar is even more delicious than before. 
and they also have 18 flavors. Andy, people think that the uh, the 18th banner that everyone it's to pass the Celtics. No, it's to catch Built Bar. That's what the, <laughs> the, uh, the Lakers are trying to do. Um, so 18 flavors, including six new ones. Uh, they call my sweet tooth without that all that sugar uh, because they're coated in 100% chocolate and they are uh, soft and easy to chew, unlike some protein bars, which taste like plywood. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So I was saying before, Brian, like the... The idea of Kobe's speech and, and what mm. we would have heard had, you know, were he still alive, you had pointed out you thought it was going to be a great speech. And I, I agree. I think it would have been incredible on a few levels. First of all, Kobe was just a really good public speaker, period. But also, too, A, underrated funny. Kobe, when yeah, he excellent, wanted to. Excellent, excellent storyteller. Excellent like, storyteller. Really good storyteller. Great delivery, great sense of humor when he wanted to be. And I feel like this would have been one of those nights where he absolutely would have been in that mode. Oh. But also, but also too, Kobe was like a borderline professional basketball historian. Like Kobe knew the game exceptionally well. Like not just on the court, but the entire scope of basketball culture and, and its history. And because of that, it... This is a moment that I think would have meant an awful lot to him. Like you, you and I have talked before about how, yeah, when he won the Oscar for the best animated short for Deer Basketball, that was one of the few moments where you saw Kobe like really look like, oh shit, <laughs> like this just happened. Like whoa, you know. And it takes a lot to to get somebody like Kobe in that mode. I don't know if getting into the Basketball Hall of Fame would have matched that level. But yeah, I think it's it mean, close. Let's uh, let's be honest. The the surprise level at winning an Oscar, even at that point when he'd been nominated, probably a little higher than the idea that he'd be in the Hall of Fame. Right. But I but I still think there would have been an element of surreal for Kobe, like given how much basketball meant to him. I I think yeah. I think you would have recognized how much it meant to him to be on that stage. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if if surreal is the word I would choose for it. But I think your larger point about how many people who have played basketball over the last 25 years really would appreciate the people in that building, the, the all the busts, all the people that you shake hands with, the the secondary figures, that fringe Hall of Famer that most of us may or may not know, whatever it is. Like he just you saw it in, you know, in Deer Basketball and in the way he would talk about players and uh the stories he would tell about the tape he watched growing up in in Italy and all that stuff. He really loved the game. He loved the he loved the people in it. He loved the innovators of the game. He, he loved, loved the craft, all of, of that stuff. The craft of it. it's a great way of putting it. And yeah, I mean, I I'll be honest with you. I don't know if he's ever been to the building. I don't know. I, I would if I had to guess, Kobe Bryant had at one point or another been to the Basketball Hall of Fame, but like I don't know. But you know, on the list of people who would love to be there and and get it. It, it that's a great point it's just it's it's sad that this that little thing won't be there like it's just like little stuff like that i mean that is that's what i hadn't thought of yeah i i was also thinking about too you know i mean when you are in the hall of fame you eventually become one of the people that goes on to induct 
future uh, future nominees, and then the people. Right. Michael Jordan, for people who don't know, will be giving the uh, the the introduction speech for Kobe, and then Vanessa will speak on behalf of Kobe. Right, and you you can only be an inductor if you are in the Hall of Fame. That that's the way the rules work. And I started thinking about except for us when Slava gets in, we'll be a, right. well, gonna, a new rule well, because I mean, we are. We'll, we will be the if Slava is in the Hall of Fame, it's because the work that we did. So it's only say, fair that we get to do it. All that efforting and and all those greased palms, you're damn right. We're going to be the ones inducting him after all the cash we dropped, which in retrospect is a horrible use of our children's future. But I still also, stand by dude, it. Thank you to everybody for for that GoFundMe that we've been working on. The support has been great. <laughs> yeah, the the one that we cause. told you was for extra content <laughs> online. This, this is, is content. content. Slava in right. the Hall of Fame. But I, I was like, thinking, God, there are lots of people who give to cancer research, Andy. But this is <laughs> this is just as important. Yeah, I mean, if not more. I mean, depending on how big a basketball <laughs> fan you are. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about like the idea of who Kobe would have inducted and who you would have mm -hmm. wanted to see that. And, you know, the, the obvious one that jumps, you know, to the top of the line is Powell because Powell is going to be in the hall of fame and Powell and Kobe were very close. And my God, we should all have friends like Powell Gasol has been to the Bryant family mm -hmm. since Kobe's death. My God. It, I mean, it's genuinely, you'll see on Twitter people who are just permanently cynical Powell will post a, a photo of him and Vanessa, and they all yeah, turn to jelly. I think we can all agree Pau Gasol is the Ted Lasso of actual human beings. Like, <laughs> yeah. He really, who doesn't like Pau Gasol? Yeah, I mean, we you know we covered him for years. We we will tell you everything you've heard. It is 100% true. It's, yeah, I mean, he's the one thing we can all agree on. Um, I was also thinking, too, though, of, of other guys that I could have pictured Kobe inducting, and I think it would have been really cool. Russell Westbrook popped to head popped to my mind because mm -hmm. Kobe used to talk all the time how much he loved Russ, and there's a lot of commonality in terms of mentality, but also public perception with those two that you could see where they would end up kindred spirits. Well, the, the thing about Russ, I think the connection with Russ that I think most resonated with Kobe is, you know. I, I always laugh because like Kobe, Kobe, you know, we talked about the mental gymnastics that athletes play. Uh, like to think of himself as on this level, not the same athlete as the other guys. I had to work hard because those guys were better athletes than me. Go back and watch the footage of of you know Fro Kobe. He was plenty <laughs> plenty good enough Dude as was an a athlete. Sick or, athlete. Or, or, was or, an you know, the guy won a dunk athlete. contest. Forgot like you don't win a dunk contest. He jumped not... straight to the NBA as a guard at a time yeah, when that never happened. Right. You know, and even you know, early twenty-four Kobe was still you know pretty gifted athletically. Oh yeah, so that, like he would that play 2006 this two thousand six Kobe wasn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> no, he was still still a, a decent athlete. <laughs> you know, good as 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 uh, grandparents would call a good little athlete mm -hmm. <laughs> over there. Um, but the one you know, but but that was you know the the thing that was true about Kobe and really wasn't based in mythology. Dude played really hard. Like yeah. I'm not saying he never took a game off, never. But overall, he played really hard and he put in endless hours in the gym. And I mean, all those stories are true. And I think the thing that he identifies most with Russ is that Russ plays so hard, 
every minute that Westbrook is out on the floor is balls out. Like to the point where I would look at it and say, if I had to find three, two or three guys that I watched play basketball that I actually think play harder than Kobe. I'm, I'm starting that list with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Um, and I'm not talking about fringy dudes who have to like, you know, go ball of like real superstar level players. <laughs> Mark Madsen may have played harder than Kobe. Right, you know, <laughs> that the, was the, member, the, the unidentifiable members of the current Oklahoma City Thunder or Houston Rockets who are trying to stay in the league. Maybe they play yes. harder. I don't know. But those are the things that I think Kobe respected. Kobe respected work. If you showed up and did the work, okay, perfect he example. respected we've, it. We've talked before. Kobe loved Josh Powell. You know, member yes. uh, reserved with the 2009-2010. Loved, respected the hell out of him. And it was because Josh Powell milked every ounce of NBA talent that he had. You know, he was yes. a fringe-level NBA player, but it was not for a lack of effort. And Kobe yep. respected that. Um, uh, the other guy that yeah. popped in my head really quick before we get to the doc that sure. I could have seen Kobe inducting and I think it would have been really cool was Mello. Yep. Because they were very close. Very close, and also, uh, you know, to the extent that Kobe, I think, you know, would say that he was misunderstood or mm -hmm. received some slander that he didn't deserve. I think he, lo you look at Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, that's I, a great point. There are people on Twitter, on whatever, who question whether or not Carmelo Anthony is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's most people get it, but I'm just like, who, what is the matter with you? Like. <laughs> That is the dumbest bleeping thing. I, you know, but you can find the, yeah. they, they are walking among us, yeah. um, tweeting among so, us. So, I, you know, so, uh, you know, things like that. I let's um, let's save uh, the the doc because I, I there's some fun stuff I think that's that's associated with it that we can get into. Um, you know, it, it, that we want to give a, a, a full. Okay. Full throated nature too. And they, they will, maybe we'll look at that next week. And also too, want to tell people next week, uh, keep an eye out for video content. That's going to be coming very soon. Uh, and also obviously playoff content. We're going to be doing a lot of collaborations with other uh, people on the locked on network. And then Andy also to be bringing on as many good guests as we can um, for these different markets that, that the Lakers could be playing. I'm excited. Yeah. Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs, Look, baby. Play in baby. <laughs> play in hopefully not play out and then play off um all right hope everybody has a great weekend and we'll see you monday